Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Scientific hand analyst Anna Kowalska joined us on the show and shared an amazing story of how when she didn't pay attention to her yes in a relationship, it impacted her career and every other area of her life as well. So Anna, I want to ask you a huge favor. And this is kind of off a little bit from what I originally interviewed you with on the show, because we were talking about your abilities as a scientific hand analyst and how that can help us in partnership and revealing what's going on with our heart and how it operates. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask you to, to help us explain and, and illustrate, I guess I'd say, how important it is to really pay attention to what I call our yes. Some people call it your internal guidance or your gut feelings, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's that guidance we have that we can't really explain but it's there for us if we pay attention. Mm-hmm. So what I'd like to ask you to do first is, is share with us a story from your life when you, well, you did not follow that yes. So you had the guidance. Maybe maybe you knew it. Maybe you didn't. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, you're like, dude, I did not pay any. Why? I didn't pay attention to that. What was the thing that was going on? And, and tell us a little bit about that. 
Sure. So because this is a show about speaking of partnership, I'm going to speak of a partnership. Um, it was a relationship, a romantic relationship, where second, on a second date, I had a very strong no. Mm. And I did not follow that. I made every excuse to justify the relationship with this person and this person to justify this person in my life and to completely ignore that no that I felt in my body. It's a very particular thing that my body um, gives me. It's like this punch. And I didn't follow it. And I actually even found evidence for why it didn't even happen, how I made it up that it happened. And the relationship went on for a year. And I don't regret a relationship, but it spun me into a direction that was very self-sabotaging. And in the end, the person I did break up, the men broke up with me in the end and did it in a very um, unpleasant way. And um, when I approached him about it a couple of months later, he accused me of things that never really happened. So it was, it, was, it was a good relationship. I don't ever regret anything I did. If I listened to my no when it first happened, there was another thing that was developing in my life that was not related to a relationship, but I'm pretty positive that if I didn't date this person, I would have followed a different path. And it was a more of a yes path. So yeah, it, it, um, a year of my life and a very unpleasant breakup and a very unpleasant attempt to resolve, to, to resolve the pain. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. And, and I, I'm, I love that you shared, you know, your yes showed up as a no, but it yeah. was still a clear guidance that you were getting. Yes. And yes. the other thing that was really interesting is that you said, you know, you were aware that because you didn't pay attention to this guidance, mm -hmm. it kept you from following other guidance. Yes. Because yeah. you so, weren't able to get to that since you were following a falsehood. Yes. So did I wrap both answers into one story? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> What's the story of when you had a yes and you followed it? <laughs> um, great. Um, so I will never know what that yes would have led me to. Yeah. But the, the other side of the no there was a clear path I already saw that I didn't take because I followed, I didn't follow my, my intuition. Um, I can, didn't can I follow ask something? Them. Were you talking yeah. about a, like a different relationship? No, it was actually not relationship related. It would have, it would have taken my life into a completely different direction. Ah. So it wasn't even the relationship came in sort of yeah. like a distraction. Mm -hmm. And a yes. AS is pretty recent. Um, two and a half years ago, I got this strong feeling that I need to move to Colorado from New York. And I've been to Colorado once in Denver for two days, not even, 40, 24 hours. And once in Breckenridge for three days of skiing. I knew nothing else other than those two experiences, not even in depth. And I got this strong sensation, a strong guess that I have to move to Colorado. And within six weeks, I resolved my life in New York. I gave away and sold everything I could. I packed my car, my dog, and everything I could fit in my car, which is mostly my clothes. I rented a, an apartment in, um, on Craigslist. 
and just following my faith wholeheartedly, I drove across the country. That was two and a half years ago. And I, no matter what has happened in my life since then, no matter how many challenges I've, I've come across and, and overcame, not even once did I question that I made the right decision mm. when I followed that yes. And I followed it quickly. Yeah. And I, I love what you said at the end there, you followed it quickly because it's, I had a, a, a colleague of mine say this once and I love this analogy. They said, you know how when you're a little kid and you're playing jump rope, so your friends are swinging the rope and you got to jump in to the middle and start jumping. Mm-hmm. They said, remember how it was always harder the longer you waited? Yeah. <laughs> so you yes. know you need to jump in. Yes. It's your yes, like, oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And then you sit there and you get, par- uh, and you think, yeah. and you think you're going to figure it out when none of us really figure it out. We just instinctively know when's that moment to go. So you jump right into the, the rope. Yes. And that's kind of what following our yes is. When we follow it, it's like, just act yes. on it. Boom. Yes. And, and when we don't, we start trying to, oh my gosh, now I'm kind of paralyzed. Now I don't know what to do because you're actually have not, you're not following your yes anymore, which comes from your heart. You're now in your brain trying to figure out and understand it. And it can't ever understand it. Right. Rationalize it, find evidence. Yes. And I have to add, of course, that following my yes became a lot easier after I learned what my hands say about my purpose, my lesson, and the way I operate in the world. When I had that confirmation, following my yes has become a lot easier. Nice. Excellent. Yes. Yes. So thank you again for sharing these stories. These have been super great examples. Thank you. My pleasure. I hope they are, some of your listeners resonate and can learn something from them. I'm sure they will. Great. Thanks, Anna. Love Life Transformation Specialist, Joe Amoya, shared with us a story of how when we don't follow our yes, we try and force things that aren't there. Joe, the interview with you was amazing. Thank you so much for everything you gave to us. I want to ask you a favor. If you would give us a little bit more, what I would love to have you do is help us illustrate the importance of following our internal guidance, what I call our yes. And where I'd like to start is actually if you would share a personal story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in the moment uh, you didn't really realize you had a yes, but when you look back you're like, That was so clear. I can't believe I wasn't paying attention. Tell us about that time. What happened? Absolutely. I've got the story comes right to my mind. I was in a relationship with my ex-fiance. Everything was great until we got engaged. And then once we got engaged, all her stuff came to the surface. And so she wanted to be married one month. She didn't want to be married. She wanted to be together. And so I was working really hard to make this relationship work. So my internal guidance was saying, I shouldn't have to work this hard. In fact, we, they were, act, we were actually in counseling together, you know, trying to solve the relationship. And, I'm, and I said to the therapist, you know what, I shouldn't have to work this hard at a relationship because that's what my gut, my intuition was telling me. And the therapist, because she was the expert, said, well, you know, Joe, this is how it is in the real world. Relationships are a lot of work. Now, because she was the quote unquote expert, I didn't listen to my gut. I listened to her. About four weeks away from getting married, I'm sitting looking out the window and I'm saying to myself, this isn't right. This isn't right. I, I don't want to be this way. I don't feel we're ever going to be happy, even though my ex is saying, well, we'll be happy after we get married, after we do this. There was always the horse chasing the carrot on the stick. Mm-hmm. So you know, I go in and I talk to her and I say, look, 
will we ever be happy? And she looks at me and, and thank God this time she said no. And at that point I'm like, well, what the hell are we get married for? And what I learned from that was that no matter what anybody else is telling me in life, if my gut, my intuition is saying do this or don't do that, that's what I'm gonna listen to. And it was one of the most valuable lessons, I call it an expensive learning lesson in my life because it took me to that point because prior to that I was ignoring my intuition. You know, the red flags were like the UN, they were flying everywhere. And when I got real honest with myself, the red flags were there on the second date. Wow. Like if I, if I would have been listening to my intuition and I was clear on who I was and what I was looking for, I would have said, you know what, these are really red flags and I gotta pay attention to these. And within one or two weeks, I would have walked away. I would have never even started that relationship. So, you know, to get back to what we started with is that for me, that, that was the big, big lesson is that to listen to your intuition and when you don't listen to it, your intuition, what it winds up costing you. And, and it really comes, I don't like pain. So I realized, I've learned that in my life, my intuition, my gut, my higher self, that knows better than me. So when I listen to it and let it guide me, things work out. And when I don't, that's when the problems, that's where the yeah. problems show up. Yeah, and and you gave such a great example there, Joe, because it's so easy for us to override our guidance and our yes because somebody is quote unquote the authority. Mm -hmm. You've hired them for advice, you've gone to them for their counsel, and so we're like, okay, so somehow they know me better than I do. Mm -hmm. But our ultimate authority is that internal guidance. That's the divine speaking to you. One, 100%. And you know, I think, you know, I can see now as a parent trying to teach my kids because like, what should I do? You know, what do you feel is right? Like, what do you feel called to do? What's your truth? Mm -hmm. And it, it's really cool, you know, teaching them that at, at an early age because a lot of times they do know what to do. And then they say, see, it worked out. It's like, good. Or it didn't work out. Okay, what, what did you learn from that? Because there's always a lesson. There's always something we're supposed to get. So even when things don't work out the, thing, the way we think they should, very often there's a learning lesson. There's something for our growth that we're designed to experience. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So let's do this. Flip this around. Take us to a time when you had that clear yes and not only did you recognize it but this time you did follow it what happened then well I think the biggest one was walking away from my chiropractic practice you know it like I said earlier is when you're at my identity for 17 years was in being that guy and now I had to give that up to help others go find love when everybody except my wife was like what are you crazy how are you gonna do this or people people aren't gonna want to know you like you don't have a book you know like all this stuff but that gut was saying, no, this is my purpose in life. I'm called to do this and, you know, to stick through it. And what happened right after that, that's how I got the call for Jerseylicious is I just had put it out there and some one of the producers on a Sunday night found one of my blogs and they called me up and said, hey, we're interested in having you appear on this show. I knew nothing about it. And so next thing I know, they're in my office the next day interviewing me two days later they're there with the film crew filming me it was between me and this other guy and two days later I got the gig I didn't set out to do that it was I didn't want to be on television there was nothing it's just when you step in and follow your truth the divine opens doors when it is in alignment with who you are and what you're meant to, to experience in life yeah absolutely and and until you take the first step you won't even know what the next one is 
You know what? I'm so glad you said it because what happens is everybody wants to go from the top, the bottom of the step to the top of the ladder. And that's just not how it goes is you have to take this, the next step and just focus on that. Because once you get to the next step, that's when the opportunity may appear. But that comes part to that human part of us that wants to know. We need that certainty. I need to know exactly how to do it. And my, where I'm at in my journey is that this is where I want to go. I'm throwing up the sails. And the universe will take me where I need to be for the next step. Once I get there, then I'll reevaluate and then throw up my sails again. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, that's, you know, essentially what I did with this podcast is I didn't have any reason somebody should want to be on my podcast, but I just kept asking people and putting it out there. And, you know, in a little over a year, we've now heard in over 100 countries around the world. I don't understand exactly how that works, to be honest with you. Like, how do these people find this? But the fact that we can have that kind of impact and, and share these kind of incredible stories and empowering stories to people just makes me happy every day and it's so funny because my friends and my girlfriend and stuff when i get done doing an interview they're like you love that like you're so juiced after you i'm like yeah that like that is like you said it's kind of my mission is like how can i help this expand how can people get a bigger story how can they run into the right resources to help them so yeah it's it, it makes my day every time i get a chance to do it so thank you again for for being a part of that well, you know, I, I love connecting with, with people like you because we all have that. And that's the journey is to find that path. What is your true purpose? What is your mission in life? Which, as you see, it's ultimately for all of us. It's to contribute to others mm-hmm. in whatever way that may be. So you found your path for now. And you may it may evolve into something even bigger. You may stay here. That's the journey. But as you continue to do it, you'll get exactly to where you need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks again, Joe. Thank you, Ken. It's been an honor and privilege. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview, You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? 
Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.